Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Wednesday, April 20th. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. Some podcasts are easier to do than others. At least some episodes are easier to do than others. And the reason is, is that just sometimes the subject matter flows more easily. And sometimes, because I try to do the reality and then the higher perspective, always looking for that positive message, it's hard to make that leap. And other times, it's easier to make that leap. This is an interesting episode because it falls in between the two. This episode is literally about the distinction or the difference between when we look at the world spiritually or we look at the world of materiality. In this world that we live in, this 3D world, we know that we live in a world of duality. All the way back to Socrates and all the way back to Plato and the Greek philosophers, there has been this understanding of the dualistic nature of the world we live in. There's up and down, there's left and right, there's black and white, there's duality. And there's polarization in all of that because each one of those is the complete opposite, let's say linear opposite or polar opposite of its other, the black from the white, the left from the right, the up from the down. In the spiritual world, we talk about there being a sense of oneness, of everything being part of unity, part of harmony, part of oneness. We talk about in Christianity, it's a trinity, but ultimately it all is one. God is one. I and my father are one is what Jesus said. Well, what happens when you try to bring that spiritual concept of oneness down into 3D physical reality, and you try to do it through a political spectrum, when you try to create oneness politically, it's a disaster. And in a sense, it is the root of some of what we suffer from right now. The pendulum swings all the way in one direction. If you're looking at things from a 3D world, then it swings all the way in the other direction. If you're looking at it spiritually, you have the 3D world of duality and you have the spiritual world of unity. So in the 3D world of reality or materiality, we have things like men and women, which are considered to be opposites of one another. But when you try to bring oneness or unity into this 3D world politically, what you wind up with is some bizarre hybrid. You wind up with men identifying as women or humans identifying as animals. And if that sounds too bizarre, the part about humans identifying as animals in Michigan, in Kentucky, in Indiana, there is evidence, there are videos of children in public school, government schools, right? Public schools financed by the government, or at least controlled by the Department of Education, where children are barking like dogs and meowing like cats and scooting around on all fours 
And some of these confused children have even bitten fellow students as if they were wild animals. School officials are aware of this. How does this kind of twisted perception happen? Well, it happens from groupthink. It happens by what's called a mass psychosis. There was an essay published on Substack by a mother who said that her daughter's entire group of friends have discovered, and I use that word in quotes, that they are all transgender. Every kid in the group has discovered that they're transgender. Now, this woman wrote that her teenage daughter decided that she's trans because all of her friends are. Not some of them, not most of them, but every single one of them has decided they're trans. Bonding with friends as a teenager, finding yourself included in the group, is an important thing to do at that age. It's part of finding your identity, and it's normal. But it's not normal in the case of trans, because we've got adults steering kids down a very dangerous path. Permanent, life-altering drugs, surgeries for which there is no evidentiary good base for having, And that woman's daughter had never heard of the word trans. She didn't have any signs of gender dysphoria until she moved, until the parents moved to a cool new school district that was trans-friendly because the mother and father are politically liberal. It was at that school her daughter met a group of very, quote, geeky, smart, slightly but not very gender non-conforming artsy kids, end quote. Now, if you think that that group's psychology could not affect that young woman unless she already had a proclivity or an inclination, I'm going to tell you a personal experience that I had with my own daughter. From about sixth grade to 10th grade, she was in public school in New Jersey. She was an okay student. She got an A here and there, some Bs, Cs. I don't know if she ever got a D. But she was pretty much a BC student with an occasional A. And then when she was in the end of 10th grade, my ex-husband and I got divorced. And she and I moved out of the marital residence and we moved to a new townhouse in a nearby township, which meant that she had to go to a new school. So in 11th grade... She had to switch schools, right? Very difficult to do socially at that age. In the new school, she observed a group of kids who all sat together at lunch who seemed really nice, and they invited her to sit down one day at their table. She knew hardly anyone at the school. Those kids, that table, were all the advanced placement kids. They all had straight A's, and they were in the hardest classes. In a matter of very little time, my daughter became a straight A student. Why? Well, she wanted to hang out with those kids. She wanted to be accepted by those kids. And so she rose to the occasion. Now you can also sink to the occasion, which is what I think is happening to so many kids in public schools. They are getting indoctrinated. They are wanting to belong. The combination of it being taught in school at very early ages now, witness what just happened in Florida, Governor DeSantis passing a bill which 
most of the country that's left tried to call it the don't say gay bill when it had nothing to do with not saying gay. It only had to do with not teaching about gender or the ability to choose it from K through three, kindergarten through third grade, because it's being taught in schools, in public schools all across this country. Children want to belong. They don't want to be the odd person out. And what now seems to be the norm, which is it's normal for you to identify as something other than what you were born. When you teach children that when doctors deliver a baby, they guess what sex it is, you let children know that it's okay to choose to identify with absolutely anything. I've often said you cannot legislate morality. You cannot make a spiritual concept fit into a political or social structure. It doesn't work. When you try to do that, the best you can do is to wind up with communism or socialism or some other dictatorial, autocratic, top-down, a few at the top who get all the perks and all the benefits and everybody else is basically slave labor working for the benefit of the few That's what you get because the kind of oneness that is taught in religions and in healthy spiritual disciplines is something that has to emanate from the human heart. It can't emanate from the human mind and it can't be imposed through societal or political structure. That has to do with evolution of our hearts and our consciousness. It doesn't have to do with the latest and greatest political system. I'm on a bit of a rant today because this week several things have happened that I find so disturbing because we've come to think of them as either okay to say or okay to do or that it's something we have to put up with. You know, I went to a meeting this week. I live in Texas and I went to a commissioner's meeting that sets the rate for real estate taxes. And I was there listening to, and there were a lot of people there from the public who had come to object to what's happening to taxes and how they're being raised. And when I left, I thought to myself, you know, I bought my home. This isn't the first home I've ever owned, but I was thinking about this one. I bought my home. I bought the land that it sits on because I own it as fee simple, which is the deed description and the ownership category, which means I own the house and the land. So if I paid for the house and I paid for the land and now I'm responsible for the house and responsible for the land and I maintain and I improve the house or even if I don't, I've bought it, I've paid for it, I own it, why am I paying a tax every year to a governmental entity? Because if you think about it, number one, that tax goes up every year. So every year, The threat that you could lose your home becomes greater because if you don't pay your taxes, you will lose your home. Someone else can pay your taxes and get your home. Or the government can come in and foreclose on you and take your home. My recollection serves me that this is why we left England. This is what King George was doing. This is what Robin Hood railed against. This is what the Sheriff of Nottingham and the king were doing to the general population. Serfs worked the land, and when they couldn't pay the tax, which forever kept going up, the sheriff came along and confiscated the land on behalf of the monarchy, on behalf of the king, on behalf of the government. 
We fought a war to get away from that. And yet here we are, once again, in essence, doing the same thing. I know I just jumped from spirituality to the 3D world, to gender dysphoria and the impact that such a concept is having on our children, to real estate taxes. But these are the things that I've encountered this week that I find so bizarre. I just read an article right before I went on this podcast about a CNN anchor who likened Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis of Florida, for the bill that is banning gender instruction between K and three to dehumanizing the LGBTQ community and likening what he did to the Russians raping Ukrainian children. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, (laughs) but people listen to CNN and they listen to that anchor and they walk away thinking that's the news and they walk away with that idea in their head. And they may not even know where they got that idea, but now it becomes their opinion of Governor DeSantis in Florida. And not only is it not fact-based, it's not even rational or logical or something that if you think for yourself will hold up to any kind of scrutiny. And I wonder how many of us are thinking for ourselves because 60-some percent of Democrats aren't concerned about the southern border. Now, I live in Texas. The southern border is my backyard, in essence. And what's coming across the southern border, put aside for a moment the illegals, let's just look at the fentanyl. The fentanyl overdose rate in this country is higher than it's ever been. Fentanyl can be fatal on its first dose. It's being put into other drugs like Adderall and other anti-anxiety drugs that people take thinking they're taking the drug and they wind up taking fentanyl and people have died and will die and continue to die. It is a deadly drug. Well, it's manufactured in China. It's manufactured in China. They then export it to Venezuela, who has it brought up by the cartels through Mexico across our southern border. We have seized enough fentanyl in a year to kill every man, woman, and child in the United States. So China is manufacturing the fentanyl that is destroying a whole segment of our population. In nice areas, we're not just talking about ghetto areas. It's across the board. This is the same China that gave us the Wuhan virus. This is the same China that owns our debt. This is the same China that sold us the masks that we needed allegedly to protect us as part of treating the Wuhan virus. And this is the same China that has infiltrated our government, bought off our politicians, the number one buy-off being our president of the United States through his son, which is now indisputable. So when you think about President Biden talking about now lifting Title 42, which will allow an even greater influx across our border of not just illegals, but fentanyl, the cartel, we've caught already 23 terrorists, individuals on the terror watch list. We catch a fraction of what actually comes across the border. So how many terrorists have come across? How many more will come across when Title 42 is lifted, which was allegedly there to protect us from the COVID onslaught? 
And now it's being lifted at the same time that the government is fighting a decision that came down yesterday that masks are illegal, unconstitutional. The government is appealing because the CDC says we still need the masks. Well, if we still need the masks because COVID is still a problem in whatever iteration it's now in, Omicron, A, B, C, D, whatever, if we still need the masks because it's still a problem, how can you, on the other hand, if you're thinking for yourself, say, well, then it's okay to lift Title 42, which prevents people who have disease coming across the border? You see, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Boys can't be dogs or girls. Boys can't give birth. There aren't birthing persons. Russia, I don't think, is our greatest problem. I think it's a distraction. I think what they're doing in Ukraine is probably horrific, but China's the real problem. China's eating us alive from more directions than I can count. This illusion that we've been sold that wokeness and an understanding of everyone's choice to identify as whatever they are, that this is loving and inclusive, that diversity, equity, and inclusion is more advanced, higher consciousness, more loving, is nonsense. It's perverse. It defies reason. It defies logic. It defies spiritual teaching. It defies common sense. And if you buy it without questioning it, if all or any of the things that I've talked about in this podcast don't cause you to stop and ask yourself, what in the world am I allowing them to do to my mind and consequently do to my life? If I accept this nonsense that when I stop to think about it makes no sense. I guess that's what the podcast is about today. It's about fentanyl. It's about grooming our children. It's about real estate taxes. It's about China. It's about all of these things. All of these things have something in common. And what they have in common is this. If you think for yourself, they don't make any sense. So what are you doing? Thank you for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Friday. And until I am, please, please think for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.